This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show my talk 1071 everything entertainment before we're done with the show today we will once again give you a chance to call in and win a pair of tickets to see a very funny show at the Guthrie on Halloween night October 31st it is noises off a funny British farce I should mention that the gentleman that won the tickets yesterday believe it or not he saw it in London's West End in the year of its debut in 1982. Stop! And he won the t- Honest to Pete. Yeah. That is so odds. random. I know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that is so beyond random. Well, there's a chance. That period. Let's yeah. buy our lottery tickets no tonight. No kidding. Yeah, really. I can't even believe the that The only thing about buying our lottery tickets, doesn't it always seem like these big ones are sold in and some backwater... Place or something like we got to drive to Floodwood or you know we got to go somewhere. <laughs> Floodwood, yeah. Stone, we got to go someone, some yeah, right. really you know yeah. off the beaten track yeah. and go to Barnum, Minnesota and get uh, something. Always, yeah. Minnesota, right. yeah. Anyway, you do, you do. I I would always like on the way home from the cabin or something buy them at little random towns because you always kind of feel like the people buy them at random random towns. little convenience yes. stores on you know right. No, but, so true. Yeah, anyway. I just want a little bit of it. I don't need all of it. Yeah. I'm not going to be greedy. I heard these guys over t- talking today, and they said it would, they were, at, it's this classic guy argument. How much money would it take for, would you have to win a lottery to change your life? And the one guy says, $300 million. And I said, Serious? A serious three million? Serious? Three no, million? 300 million. No, said. that's what he said. I said, okay. are you telling me three million wouldn't make you change your life? I said, you're you're not think you're not thinking Is this about a younger person. No, no. I, I but I was just like, you're you're forgetting about, you know, investments and living off interest off of big, big, mm-hmm. big, big piles of, you know. Mm-hmm. But the can't. one, you know. Yeah, he goes, no, I need $300 million. I'm like, wow. you're too greedy. You're not right. going to win. Is, is he an anchor here or something? <laughs> no, no, but he's not going to win. Okay, not well, with that kind of thing. Not with that guy. All right, so here's the thing that they told you. If you do win and you don't want to come forward yet, on Monday morning they had an attorney on who deals with sweepstakes winners yeah. or, you know, lotto winners, is that don't, the minute you sign the back of the ticket... Everything is open for anybody's your public in the public file, public yeah. records. But if you don't sign it, put it somewhere safe, obviously, and then get your ducks in a row, like hire him or an attorney. Because the thing is, if I want it, I want to have it all dispersed before it's even claimed. It would be, be very hard to keep that a secret because people, when they tend to win, 
Well, you want to tell people. Yeah, you want to tell people. But I mean, but it would be if you could figure out how to keep the biggest secret in the world just for like a month. I don't want to have to figure it out until it actually happens to me. So I'm just I like to dream a little dream. Yeah, I know, but I'll just How much would it it? take for you to change your life? Um, You know, I could... uh, I could... I take five. Five million? Five million? Mm-hmm. I'd take three, too. Yeah, I would, oh, I would even I'd take, take a million. One. I'd take a million. Yeah, I'd take I'd a 750000 I'd take 500000 Yeah, see, there you I'd go. I'd take 10. <laughs> right. I'd take a bucket There's of There's all kinds of $5,000 prizes. I'd take one of those, too. Let's Anything. be real. I never yeah. win at that. Yeah. Anything. Uh, real quickly, did you read about the guy that found a lotter- winning lottery ticket in his wallet? For a million dollars. For a million dollars. And it was like a month short of, of expiring. Because you have a year? Yes. Oh. It was tucked away in his wallet he'd forgotten it oh well it would have been worse if he'd found it after it expired he found it at the right time he did he really did okay so prince harry you know he is on day really he just finished day one of his down under tour with uh the duchess of sussex and he he said it's great to be back in australia and especially even more so this is my wife's first trip here, so I'm very excited to show her this incredible country of yours. And she was wearing, Donnie posted it, these butterfly earrings that Princess Diana wore when she went down under. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know if they had both little boys or just the one, if it was just They just William. had one. They just showed the William. picture of William. Yeah. And um, he. they met some koalas. Uh, they got stuffed animals. They got a pair of baby Uggs. And Meghan Markle said, oh, the first baby gift. And then he, at this other appearance, he looked over at the Duchess of Sussex and he was beaming. Mm-hmm. Our ginger prince. We also genuinely couldn't think of a better place to announce uh, the upcoming baby, be it a boy or a girl. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. Just getting used to even saying oh, yeah. that. Uh, uh, the upcoming baby. They didn't have any choice. No, they didn't. And she's 16 weeks along. Because yeah. I saw a woman at the salon today who was 16 weeks along. Yeah. There's no way she told people at 12 weeks. Yeah. There's just no way. Yeah. So she's fine. They want to be triple, double sure. Sure. Absolutely. So anyway, they, the 16 day visit, I mean, I, I, she, the photo was, she she was beaming. She She put on flats later in the day. Yeah. Sensible shoes. Yeah. Do that. I mean, crying out loud. But it doesn't seem like, uh, you know, she's like got the pregnancy glow, and I swear he does too. Mm -hmm. They're glowing. So luckily, maybe she's over any morning sickness. Yeah. He's losing hair right and left. Oh my God. He's going to be bald by the end of the year. Guarantee. (laughs) Yeah. No. Guarantee. Jeez. Oh, well. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? No, they're But I do, but they also showed pictures because um, Prince William and um, Duchess Catherine went down under when baby royal, baby George was just a toddler and they had little little girl. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. so right. Well, Mm -hmm. of course, uh, what else do we know? Well, Pippa had like a nine pound whopping baby boy with her husband today. The terribly rich James James Matthews. Okay, but here's the deal. Eight pounds, nine ounces. She is teeny. Julia. I don't know how people have these babies. My mom, that was my birth weight. Eight pounds, nine ounces. That's I'm, huge. I'm not, whatever is an ounce shy of nine pounds. So you were eight pounds and 13 ounces. Okay, that's the one. Wow. Yeah. No, my mom said, oh, gosh. She said, you just like, you were just. You came out. You were ready to go driving. No wonder why you were potty trained by one. You were already an adult. Yes, you're real. real well-fed baby when you come out. That's huge. huge. But, you know, the the birth canal is flexible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay.
For some so, people. Mm-hmm. For some people, yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, look at the Duchess of Sussex wearing the butterfly earrings. She, she's beaming. She's she beaming. absolutely beaming. She really is, and he is too. And then he also was reunited with this 98-year-old war widow who it's the third time he's encountered her when royal watchers are outside the Sydney Opera House. And uh, she waited for hours in the rain last year to meet Harry. And um, and then she'd met him before that. And then she was there. He got down on his knees. And that's where I can see his balding spot. Oh, yeah. It's... But he's beaming and he's got mm-hmm. his bracelets on and his chunky ring. And, oh, they look so cute. Anyway, Daddy posted that, too. Yeah, it's very Super sweet. Cute. Very, very, very cute. Thomas Markle is claiming that he found out from a personal phone call from his daughter that she was pregnant. No one believes that for a second. Because his sister, because his, Megan's... No, his daughter, his yeah. other daughter. Let's his just other call daughter, her that. Right, Don't even call her Megan's sister. Has already said um, that it would just, you know, if dad is not part of this, it will just ruin everything. <sighs> pressure. I'm just going to say pressure. Yeah, yeah. You just, this woman, Samantha, doesn't want to quit. No. She just doesn't want to shut up. Which gets paid. Yeah, I guess. Every single People time. People should, should stop paying her. It seems ridiculous. We've well, got the, good the, randoms. The, we ap- go. the appetite, though, it sells these papers. That's always been the thing. And but Britain it was in page te- six. But it's it's still, they just are picking up things. But, I mean, no, all the tabloids, if right. you were to go to London right now and buy the sun, the mirror, and buy all those things, they all it sells. The interest in it, so they're just going to keep doing it. So, and the royal palace, she'll keep ignoring it, and the queen will keep loving her favorite grandson Harry to death, and just bond with the Duchess of Sussex Fantastic. over corgis. All right, we'll be right back with a random thought. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Here are a couple things that you need to know. We'll Do be you the like, judge of that. All right. Well, <laughs> we're going to be the judge of that. Even oh, even the way you foe. even the way you said that made yeah. me skeptical. Oh, for crying out loud! Stop it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, do you ever call your significant other's bay? No. Instead of baby? No. But you know how people do it. I I, I don't. But you do I know do. people do it. Hey, babe. It's hey, just no, I it's can't. hey, babe. I know, but babe? hey, babe, B-A- or hey, babe, or... B-A-E. I know which, what it is, Julia. I'm just saying what the spelling is because it means something in the it's story. It's so 2009, okay. babe. is so 2000, maybe even seven. Okay. Anywho. Yes. In Danish, yeah. it's the word for poop. So it may, my, may make you want to rethink calling your bay a piece of poop. Yeah, nobody here is Danish right now. The Danish don't oh, use it, and that is an old, Easy old for you reference. To say our Danish listeners have grown. That's German. That's, that's, no, it isn't. No, that wasn't German. What well, was? let me talk to our Greek followers, okay? okay? Was that Greek that you just spoke? Nope, that was, that's okay. you doing upskala levanta, or whatever you do. Yantala enta svenska yaisnakalita norsk. That was it. Yeah. Okay. That's what I've gotten out of the 28 uh, okay. years or so we've known each other. Okay. In the Greek language. Opa. That's that's Greek. Mm-hmm. Um, the Greek language has four different words for love. Did you know this? Agape. Don't a lot of languages have a lot of words charitable for love? Charitable love. Eros. Sexual love. Phila. Love between friends. And storage. 
family love. Did you know that? All those different ways for love? Well, what else do we have besides love? No, I mean, I think... Love, love, love. I think there's other languages that have that, but the Greeks, they get it because, you know, wasn't there a goddess of... Goddess of love. Love and Mm -hmm. Aphrodite Aphrodite, and Eros, the whatever. He wasn't the winged guy who ran fast. I think that was Hermes. All right, moving on. You never read that book, Circe. (laughs) No, but everyone asks me about it, and I'm so glad that we have a book. Go and look at our book. Everyone asked me about it. I never read it because I was out of town. You were that out week. of town. That's right. And you gave your book away. I did. Yep. But so. I didn't know that you would read it or not. No, because I, I was sure. the one that told you about it. Because someone told me about it. It was the best book they ever read. Should have saved it for you. But I feel like that's a good audible download for you. Like, I think so. I think it's going to be a good one sometime. Telling because there were a lot of names to keep track. All these Greek names. Of I know things. All right, yes. but here's the best okay. the best thing on our webpage today mm-hmm. is the running of the wiener dogs. Um, <laughs> so here's what's happening. Where do they do this? In Melbourne, Australia. This happened on the 13th. Um, it's the sausage day. It's a group of docks, duck, dachshunds. dachshunds. Megan and Harry could have seen this. I know it, but it, it, they take part in the annual running of the wieners it's a contest where the sausage dogs race and it's so fun because they have teeny teeny tiny short legs but they have to wear costumes and so donnie has posted these dachshunds with their costumes it's 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 very (laughs) we'll give you the squeeze today it really it really is about (laughs) the cutest ogie and spencer the you know oh gosh and the peacock dog i mean and the and the popcorn dog. I mean, Lori, there's a pirate dog. Yeah, no, I need to. I need to look. There's at that. the Pope dog. It's really cute. So that is that's happening. If you're wanting to, um, I don't. I don't think this is posted, but Fendi has come out with a new fur shawl. Shawl, and people are saying when it is available in the pink. Because it looks like a vag around your neck. I wasn't sure if I should. The post pink that. shade. Well, you should have, because it would have been All easier right. to describe. The, the vagina pink. shawl. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's it's even disappeared now, Donnie, from the Fendi website. But there's visible Google things still out there, and it's a it's a thousand dollars to wear um, a silk pink shawl shawl with a nice hairline border. All right. Mm-hmm. If you if that's a hairline border, which is always a great way to describe anything. Uh huh. With just a nice hair um, border. Yeah. Well, what was what was he like? Oh, you know, a monk's fringe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> like you have, we understand with these things. Okay. If you ever think that you wonder why don't people you know want to hang out with me? Why don't people like me? Well, I'm just going to tell you there's seven ways which you appear unattractive without even realizing it. Not- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
okay. smiling, having a rusty bitching face. Okay, who's going to do this? You or me? No, I. But is it- you compete even when you don't have to. There's nothing wrong with setting your competitive spirits high, but it's meaningful to learn when you to turn it off. So your negative, like if you're always competing with someone, like you, making bets or just well, always. like um, for example, your friend gets an 85 on his test, while you end up with a 90. Instead of congratulating, then you brag about how your score is higher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And remember, when competing, a good loser is more likable than a bad winner. Um, your friends appear as enemies, so you're not happy for them. Did you, you go to Seventeen Magazine today for this round? No, no. <laughs> you um, make yourself in charge with your friends. Decisions amongst friends should be split down the middle, but you always are in charge. You lie. Oh, dear. Oh. Uh. Lying breaks trust. Yes. And you're rude to others. So, people, be nice. Okay. How much money do you think the music industry loses when people play Spotify in their coffee shops? Uh, I don't know, and I have never thought about it. It's $2.65 billion. Wow. I know it. So apparently coffee shops and other small bil- businesses just play music off Spotify. Remember when we used to have to rent music? Mm-hmm. I mean, you used to have to rent it, and you'd pay the licensing and everything, and it was a monthly charge for your building and your elevators. You know, music. You probably still can do that. Well, I'm sure you can, and I think the music industry would like us to. But people don't because they're going to Spotify. Right, seventeen percent of businesses where people are customers and going in and out of the building. Only seventeen percent of them even file for the license, so it must have just gotten out of hand, Donnie. Wasn't it something people used to file big time? Uh, well, if you get caught, it'll cost you. Yeah, and they do have actually have people that wander around into stores and f- and see what you're doing. And uh, well, those are people? shoplifting people. Ooh, yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no I know someone. <laughs> I know someone that had this job? happen to what's, them. What's Tell the me. job called? I don't know what it was called, but they were nailed because they were playing music over their in-store speakers, and they were not licensed to do so, and they got in trouble for it. Yeah, because right. there's royalties, right? Seven so only seventeen percent of businesses do it. So there's the two point six five billion dollar loss. Mm-hmm. People want it. People want to get it back. Today is Boss's Day. I'm so glad we sent our boss the big bouquet. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, Cut up your credit card today. Yeah. Which I actually did do. One of them, because I found an old pile of credit cards that I never use. Learn a new word today. Okay. Do you have have one for us? I do. Okay. Not going to tell you. (laughs) Agape. It means charitable, charitable love in Greek. Yeah. Um, what do you think the top hero costumes are going to be this year for Halloween for kids? Well, be let's see. I hope there'll be some Black Lightning. There'll be or some, Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Lightning's brother. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that is a, that is a superhero. Is it? Yeah. Okay. There's a TV show. Um, Black Panther's winning. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Wonder Woman and then Fortnite. Which we don't even know what those people look like. I'm exhausted, quite frankly, from all that randoms. You were firing through those things like we had somewhere to go today. We did. <laughs> we have to catch the train. We got to go right now. We got to go right now because when we come back, who are we hearing from? I don't know. Oh, we're going to hear from John Hamm and James Corden. And Holly's, you know, going to give us an update on what the heck is happening out on the roads out there. Not much. Maybe well, a lot. I got to turn on my... I want to raise your spirit. 
Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. If you saw any late night, you know that Jimmy Kimmel is in Brooklyn. Yes. And Eminem performed his song Venom uh, in the Empire State Building, started in the lobby. Was it good? uh, Yeah, it was was, was really good. There was a helicopter. It was wild. Oh my gosh. It was really wild. I love when Jimmy Kimmel goes to Brooklyn um, because that's where, you know, he's got family from there. He brought like his four nephews to a restaurant in the West Village, which is the hottest place in New York, or one of them called Black Ant. Uh It's a Mexican restaurant, and they serve a lot of, um, most of their food, like the guacamole is covered with little crispy Black Ants. Oh, gross. Oh, gross. And, you know, because... Sure, it's the new protein. Anyway, it was hysterical, the boys. I put, you know, the one nine-year-old, I can't believe I put on a jacket and a tie for this. (laughs) One kid, I like the water. (laughs) Anyway, but it was, it was very cute and uh, very funny. And, um, uh, and then Seth Meyers and Fallon are on break this week. So it's James Corden, Kimmel and Colbert. Got it. And of course, Trevor Nolan, you know, some of the other ones, but um, over on uh, James Corden, John Hamm showed up and of course, actor, madman, and notably well-endowed a human male. He paid the late, late show a visit to promote his movie, Bad Times at El Royale. Okay. At the El Royale. Dakota Johnson is in that. Yes. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. There are all kinds of people. Yeah, it got, the cast. critics did not like it. Okay. And people didn't really turn out at the box office for it. it. Basically, I think they described it as a bomb. So get John Hamm out there and do it. It seems like a quirky movie. Yeah. One I don't those, think it's in wide distribution yet. Maybe not, but okay. it was real disappointing. Yeah. They were real. I know Casey was going to go see it, and he took one look at Rotten Tomatoes and ran to First Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He lives and dies sometimes but he does he does anyway so they i love the very entertaining skit that's a regular with james corden about um spill your guts yes he did it with share he does it with all kinds of people and they ask an embarrassing question james corden also has to ask and answer one so it goes both ways and they have horrible Horrible. things on a wheel like eyeballs you have to taste or cow's tarantulas or bird saliva so you have to Thousand-year-old egg, you know, just really yes. So, um, anyway, they play like four rounds of questions, and for the last and final question, James Corden does go there. He does go to John Hamm, and um, is this the question? Yeah, I think this (laughs) is it. John, yes. There's been a lot of talk online. Oh boy, (laughs) about what people refer to as the. Hamaconda. <laughs> He's picked I'm up just Bull's penis. Really wondering what the question's going to be. <laughs> Show me with your hands how big the Hamaconda really is. Oh my is. gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> John Ham has Bull's penis in front of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, first of all, how dare you? My hammerconda don't. My hammerconda don't. My don't. <laughs> Baby does have back. <laughs> Roughly. Tell me when to stop. <laughs> uh, about a, about fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh. oh. Are you no sure you want to eat it? Because my mum's in the audience, and she only came because she wanted 
She only came because she wants to find out how big the hammer con was. It was rowdy good time, and you know he had to go along with that. And the last oh, we yeah. heard, he's offended about it. So that's a perfect way to nip it in the bud. And I loved when he starts doing Anaconda, to, you know, Hamaconda, and he came right. song. It was so funny. Oh, I love that game. That I like that game more than the carpool karaoke. Oh, yeah. Car- I, I'm that one that. is always funny because he gets away with very naughty things. Carpool karaoke goes on too long. Yeah, maybe that is it. So, anyway. He's so, cute. Yeah, I don't know who's on tonight, but well, there, John you know, Hamm looked darling. Well, the, the, the movie... He looks so handsome, Julie. He looks thinny. Only was 72. I know, it's but not that an bad. Audience, no audiences gave it a 77. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. No, it's... I, I don't know if it's based on a quirky book. It looks very quirky. It's there's um, a lot of people in it. Yes, sir. John is. Hamm is reaching out. He's Jeff doing all Bridges. kinds of movies. Yeah, they. So I take it that they like they get. Let's get John Hamm out there and do something fun that could go viral that would help the movie. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't realize he was in it because it's this big ensemble cast. It is a big yeah. one. Seven strangers, each with a secret to bury, meet at Lake Tahoe's El Royal, a rundown hotel in a dark past. Over the course of one fateful night, everyone will have a last shot at redemption before everything goes to hell. Jeff Bridges, Chris Hemsworth, John Hamm, Dakota mm-hmm. Johnson, Cynthia Evu, all star in the bad times at the hour. It see, sounds kind of good. See how Hamaconda doing that skit and John yeah. Hamm agreeing, it could be going, you know, like that could be like. More people it's, are like it sounds kind know of about it. Good because this wasn't even on our radar, right? Without John Hamm, you're exactly right. Yeah. So anyway, very good. He, he ate very the bull penis mm-hmm. instead of talking about his hamaconda. Okay, uh, I don't know if anybody DVR'd it, watched it, read any reviews about Alec Baldwin's show, but um, 2.2 million viewers for ABC Sunday primetime. Guess who's laughing? Megan Kelly. Oh. Because she got at least four. Yeah, she did. When she did her Sunday show. So that Sunday that's night that's show. I, I thought it was, Oosh. so it was at nine o'clock. I've, I, for some reason, thought it was going to be after the late night news. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. People we, don't want to on Sunday night watch maybe that well, 60 the minutes, Alec Baldwin show. 60 minutes is like but where the, you cut the line on yeah, a Sunday night. On a Sunday, Sunday night, yeah. then you're kind of watching, you know. You're a show or a movie or a TV thing. You're kind of wanting entertainment. To me, it's just him and two guests. To me, this feels like a Monday night show. To me, it feels like uh, a cable station show. It's on ABC. I know. I'm very shocked by that. Yeah. Well, that's because he's got the match game, and maybe he agreed to do the match game if they would give him like six episodes. Mm. They do these, you know, tie-in contracts. Let's try and remember that if there's anything we want to tie in, Julia. Except I don't want to work anymore, so look who we tie in. <laughs> but people do that. I mean, he I might know. have right. gotten Give a deal. Give me this if I do that. I mean, famously, Carol Burnett, you know, had the clause when she signed her contract that they would give her 31 hours, 31 hour shows if she triggered it back in the 60s. It was just something mm-hmm. her agent negotiated for her. And that thus the Carol Burnett. So sometimes like these kind of adjacent contracts work out for people, but I bet that's why he got that show. 
because he did match game and they wanted. But it was on Maybe. after Dancing with the Baby Stars. The Junior All-Stars, right. yeah. So how mm. could that even roll uh, into yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, it feels different. That's to just me, Sunday weird... night, that's like we're a drama or a medical procedural or there's something else. People are, yeah. And Sunday Night Football's kicking butt. That's I think right. it was the Green, no, was it the Green Bay? Mm. No, that was last, last night. night. Oh, my uncle was must have been so happy. They scored like 10 no, Points I watched in it. like five minutes. Oh, I, yeah, they squeaked it out. They yeah. always come back. Do they? Always. Are they happy about uh, giving Aaron Rodgers all that coinage? I think so. He's worth it. Yeah, and they've got the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, the franchises make the money. How about Julia Louis-Dreyfus uh, having a half-sibling who she shared a father with, but they were never close, apparently. They right. were raised in two separate households. Um, but... Uh, you know, remember her dad, Julie Louise Dreyfus's dad, loaded, 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 like the oh, French yeah. pharmaceutical. Yep. Anyway, yeah, she she was camping in August with several people, um, and uh, apparently, you know, died after she had a seizure camping. And I don't know; uh, they think it was an overdose. Yeah, they. Did. She was forty four. She. Spent her youth in New York City, and she was a clinical social worker. Her obituary said she was a brilliant progressive thinker and supporter of social justice. Right. Adored children. And um, uh, it was cocaine and ethanol intoxication and her $23 million estate, which is what she had from her father's will. Right. Her mother is the beneficiary. She okay. didn't have children or anything. So, But, but I, it said that Julia Louis-Dreyfus, um, they were not close. Close, right. Because they had two different moms. They mm-hmm. were raised in different households. And so I was like thinking, hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of, like, we hear of other people. Remember Mariah Carey has that? Yep, the sister. Yeah. That's, the sister yeah. Prince, you know. It does get... When people have all these Meghan Markle with... Look at all the, the different, you know, who who is it that has like four different dads? In um, their life? A woman who had children that has four different... I mean, look at all of Eddie Murphy's kids. How can they all keep up with each other? Ten of them from four different women. Ooh, yeah. I, 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 who, Donnie? Owen Wilson. Oh, yes. Owen he Wilson. just had another baby he with did, a different yeah. lady. I mean... It does. It is. It's messy. Like, it's it, not clean. It's not. Yeah. It's. It, you don't know whether or not the kids will feel like siblings. It all depends on what's happening with the parents. Parents. Mm-hmm. You know, with that, I will say my one sister who had children with. Let me see one. <laughs> Wait. Really does old. someone have a calculator? <laughs> really. Three. three. Okay. Three of her four husbands, and I will say that her kids, and I mean, she had children. From 18 to 39 with three different men. Oh. But I will say her kids all consider each other brother and sister. Sure. But they all lived in the same area. Right. My, you know, I mean, it again, where do you, like if there's different distance or whatever. So I always like, you know, kind of. I it think can that's work. Nice. I think I think it can it can work. It can where work. You can it know, just depends on where everybody again, lives. It's the mom. The mom. Yeah. If the mom is a little more involved to bring yep. everyone together, I think that would make a little bit of a difference than the dad. Yes, and my mom was always big on having all of the grandkids over. Right. Well, so yeah. that's also where it happens. Right. So yeah, but anyway, so when you see that, you know, she I was lost just her shocked sister. that she even had a sister. Yeah. yeah. Well. There you go. So there's the rest of that story. All right, listen, we come back. It is time to Hollywood speak, people. And we've got libido bragging and um, maybe a pillow fight. 
So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? All right, I'm three weeks behind on The Real Housewives of Orange County. I've just been too busy for that show. Yes. So I've just had to watch the drama from, you know, the rural, from Andy Cohen or what's written about it in Reality T. But I, I do enjoy OC. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You do like the OC. Because it's original, you know, those ladies. And uh, Vicki Gumbelson, OG of the OC, really the OG of all the housewives. She really is, isn't she? Um, Vicki Gumbelson, who was in our studio and a little bit stiff. Yes, she was. She was stiff. For, you know, yes, she, she had was, some book that she was peddling. Yeah, I can't remember. She was no Luann, the countess. Remember how bubbly she was? I wasn't here that day. Bethany Franco was Bethany, bubbly. Caroline was here from New York. Slade and someone Gretchen else. Gretchen and Gretchen. They were, but Vicky was kind of like for someone who, if you watch the show, you know, she has a successful insurance, insurance company. Visit, right. I remember. We did have Teresa Judice. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we had did. Teresa, yeah. but she was uh, prickly. Yes. Yes, she was. Remember her yeah. daughters? Yeah, you asked something about her daughters, yeah. and she got all uh, prickly. feisty, prickly. Yeah. She's People, a prickly yeah. bear over her Italian cookbooks. Yes, she was in for that. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, one of the things that has been a consistent on the fourteen years that Vicky Gumbelson has been an OG of the OC is that she has always referred to uh, her love tank needing filling. That was always a major complaint about Don, her husband, didn't fill her love tank. Um, and then she was with the guy who filled her love tank, but faked cancer to get money. Um, that guy. <laughs> Details. Details. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's, let's put it this way for a 56 year old woman, she has never modeled, um, goal like that you go, Oh, hashtag goals. Like as somebody who you'd want to emulate a love life of, she's always seemed very needy to me. And I think insecure to me from me, afar. I don't even yes. watch the show, but I see her every time I see her, she well, sends some new plastic surgery procedure. Needy is insecure to me. I mean, okay, she fine. has a great need for someone else to make her feel good about herself. And I always think you should just be crazy in love yes. with yourself. And then you can draw people in. Don't look for, especially by the time you're in your forties. She's not, you're 50. She's 56. She's 56. Yeah, I know. So anyway, she, um, she admitted, uh, this is what she said. I'm always horny. I'm always, always. It's like a high libido all the time. And, uh, and she was asked about if Steve, her boyfriend, who I don't get at all, um, if he meets her needs, she said he can hang, but he doesn't need it four times a day like me. Why did she just. Humble bragging about sex, okay, hiding so, something else. Okay, so four times a day she needs to have an orgasm. That's what, but I don't believe her. I don't either. I don't believe her Twice a day at is fine. all. That's right. I don't believe her, and I feel like she is uh, going to this level because people are realizing she, she doesn't have Steve. A... Well, she and Steve 
they it seems like it's a forced relationship. Like she wanted to find a guy to come in so people could forget about cancer guy Brooks. Right. And now she's doing reverse humble bragging about this. Never in all the years has she ever she would slap other people if they talk about sex too much. She just right. likes to call it a love tank. So this story just feels like she is needed a new t- needs something new to talk about. But again That's right. Again, I don't know. They were on Jamaica. They went on a trip to Jamaica. But someone who needs it four times a day, she must not be having good orgasms. That's what I'm thinking. It doesn't ring true. It doesn't. It doesn't ring true. It It seems like like unsatisfied sex. Yeah, it rings true for like Duchess, Meghan, and Harry, the newlyweds, Justin Bieber. Yeah, I mean, it just like, it feels like, oh, come on, Vicky. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Here's another She needed a headline, Lori. She did. Um... Yeah, Megan Trainer told Jimmy Fallon um, that her, for her wedding invitation, she says, my problem is I'm not sending out invites because, ugh, like, no, I'm texting people. No, she doesn't want to send out invites because what if they don't get the invitation in the mail? Who checks Who their checks mail their anymore? Mail. They Everyone think- checks their texts. And so this is the problem of the millennial. Well, I've been invited to three weddings uh, that I'm going to in the next three months, and every one of them had a mailed invitation. So I am going to Hollywood speak. Megan Trainer is maybe not all that serious about getting married. Well, she can't figure it out. She can't. I feel like she she said she can't figure out what about what invitation to pick out, what this to pick out. She doesn't have a date. That's what all of this means. She's not that serious about it. She's like told him. Sometime in 2019. Right, oh, that's vague. Yeah, yeah, it's nice and vague. I have a niece who's engaged to somebody sometime late 2019, possibly 2020, and I say good to that because there's a distinct possibility it'll break up. The more time under their belt, yes. the more time living with each other, knowing each other, yeah. the more time that they have to realize that they're not a perfect fit. Yes. Okay. Right. Would you agree that Ryan Gosling and Ava Mendez are one of Hollywood's most mysterious couples? Yes, because we never see them out together. We've never seen anything. We never seen them talk to each other. Mm-hmm. We see nothing. Yes, and she's seven years older. Yeah, remember she's forty four. He's thirty seven. They've been together seven years. Seven years. They've never walked a red carpet together. Anyway, he gives an interview for People Magazine because, of course, he's in First Man, which the studio had Argo like aspirations that it was going to be that good, an Oscar kind of a thing, but they okay. didn't realize. It was the year a star was born is coming out and is closing the deals. Anyway, um, here's here's a, the quote that's attributed to Gosling via a people source, so okay. publicist or something. Ryan Gosling loves how fiercely independent Eva Mendez is, though sometimes it can be challenging. She's the she wears the pants in the house at home. Yep, one hundred percent. She is in charge 100%. She doesn't want to play the Hollywood game anymore. She's dropped out of acting. She's dropped out. She's got a clothing line for, um, it's not Calico Corner. Maybe he finds it challenging because maybe he'd like her to be his date to some events. Well, she never wants to go to anything. And she doesn't want to go to anything. Or does he not want her to go to anything? That's something to wonder about. What do you think it is? Well... She's running the home, though, like you said, because oh, the kids are two and four. Yeah, she's running the household, and she doesn't act anymore. Um, she does clothing lines, and I get... I Challenging would be... That's she, a strange way of putting it, isn't it? Just a little well, bit? Well, I feel like that's what Ben Affleck said about his marriage to Jennifer Gardner like, before are, they broke up. Are they it's laying the groundwork? 
Well, when you say challenging, instead of describing your wife, she's fiercely independent. That's what I love about but her. But that can be challenging? When well, you think what about it could it. be challenging is that she always has to be right or something. I mean, mm. it could be challenging if someone's fiercely independent. I think independent. they're laying the groundwork for arguments in case they split. Okay. She's okay. Louise. But I mean, I think you're right on the money with she's got the pants on at home because she's she home all day with the kids and he's going out and acting. She's not interested in the Hollywood game of she's she doesn't so, want to be away no. from her kids and act and she's found the perfect they have a very me. private marriage, and there's 20 facts we could learn about And they're them. not even really officially married. No. Maybe he wants her to walk a red carpet. Oh, we're so confused. We don't okay. know what to do. Well, her clothes are at New York & Company. Thank that's you. I right. couldn't think of, I said Calico Corners, but yeah. that's a fabric New star. York & Company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so close. <laughs> we'll be back after the traffic and the news. Don't go anywhere.